If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free and everyone loves free. Second, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, which makes it very convenient. Third, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Finally, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So take a moment to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. In this episode, I sit with Rhonda Starling, and we talk about being happy, healthy, single, and whole. This is a very special episode for me because there was a point in my life where I was not happy that I was not married. I really struggled with it for a long time. And after prayer, after realizing that God has me exactly where he wants me in my life, I finally got past the fact that I wasn't married yet. And in this episode, I sit with Rhonda and we discuss a little bit about the backstory that I that I shared with her. And then she shares with me how she wrote her book and why she chose to write her book at that particular point in her life. I hope you enjoy. Hey, Rhonda, thank you so much for joining me on this latest episode of Beyond the Bookshelf. I am so happy to have you here. I know it's been a long time coming, but I'm so happy to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me on here. You're welcome. Welcome, everyone. Sorry, guys. My sinuses are bothering me. So if you hear me um, do a little something, that's only because I'm trying to clear my throat. So let's get into this. So I'm here with Rhonda Starling. The title of her book is called Bittersweet, A Single Woman's Guide to Becoming Happy and Whole Again. So I have a few questions for you. But I wanted to get into the title of the book first. So can you talk to me about the title? Like, can you talk to me a little bit about the title of the book and, and why you wrote this book in the, at that particular point in time in your life? Okay, so the title, Bittersweet. Um, I got Bittersweet. My first book was A Single Woman's um, Prayer Guide. And I thought the first book that I've written, I kind of reinvented it. So with this one, I shared more of my story. So I got bittersweet. So that way you get the good and the best part, the good and the bad parts of me. So I figured bittersweet. So I wanted to share like how to become happy and hold again after being bitter and going through the things that I've been through, which I put in a book. The first book I shared a lot of content, but I didn't share anything someone asked me a question like, well, what qualifies you to speak on these things? So I wanted to go back and share more of my testimonies of why I am qualified to speak on certain things. Okay. And I'm sorry. Um, So the second book is a, I'm not going to say a product, but the second book talks more about you and your personal journey, right? Right. How did you feel about sharing that? Were you nervous? Were you scared? Were you afraid that people were going to judge you in a way that maybe you weren't maybe you didn't want or were you okay with just completely sharing your story I was when I first and I think that's why the first book I didn't want to share because I was like uh I'm going to be embarrassed 
But then I just felt like I wanted to be honest and I wanted to be led by God and share my testimony because I felt like I didn't know who I was helping. I mean, I can share content, but sometimes people want to hear like more personal, like how did you overcome this? Like, okay, did you, you're telling me about it, but how did I know that you overcame this? Like, tell me stories, situations, like I'm in the same situation. So how can you help me? Right. Yeah, I was a little nervous, but then I, I just say you know what let me just put it out because I just don't know who I'm helping right so have you ever heard back from the people that have actually read it have 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 they told you how it helped them or benefited them yes I have um a few friends um co-workers um who got the book and they really said like um I had a few of them said it really helped them go back to reading the bible as well as like starting their prayer life and really just embracing who they are like their journey of being single and just trying to become better. I talk a lot about being intentional with their time and um, how to make the best out of each moment. So a lot of people look at that and just trying to be intentional, like the things that they said they wanted to do. If they wanted to start a business, just reading it and being motivated, like, okay, I really need to step out on faith and just trust God and definitely be motivated from reading it. Good, good. So one of the things that I wanted to talk to you a little bit about is I started reading the book and I I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I started reading the book and I think you said that you went through a period of a a period of where you were depressed or did I get that right? Right. Okay. Can you talk to us a little bit about that time in your life and how it relates back to the book? Like as far as being depressed? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, being depressed, um, even when, like, in the midst of writing a book, like, I was one of those people, like, I will always hear people talk about being depressed, and I will always tell people, well, you know, just get over it, everything will be okay, but I didn't realize, like, when you're really depressed, like, that's a lot on your mind, like, um, just even in the midst of, like, feeling like I was, dep- well, being depressed, like, I just felt like I had this dark cloud and like when I take one step forward, like bam, something knocking me back. And I just felt like I didn't, I kind of didn't want to be around people. I just kind of like, okay, I just want to be alone, be to myself. I don't want to talk. I kind of disconnected myself from people. Mm-hmm. And um, I just felt like I just wanted to go through this alone. There were sometimes I had suicidal thoughts, like I wanted to just end my life. And I didn't really think I had a purpose, like. I was just like, I don't, I didn't see anything getting better for me. Like I knew God was telling me certain things that he wanted me to do and why he called me. But I just felt like in that moment, like I was too busy looking at my circumstances and and looking at my today on temporary things than focusing on like tomorrow may be a better day. Yeah. And I so think I- one of the things too, I talk about in the book, Um, a lot of times, like I'm one of those people who encourages people and a lot of times I just felt like, who did I have my corner to encourage me? Mm-hmm. So. so how did you get through that, if you don't mind me asking? Prayer. Okay. Prayer and um, just trusting God. Um, really like praying and just 
trying to make the best of each day. And a lot of things too, um, depressed is learning to be thankful. Like there were times like where I just had to say, write down 10 things and repeat it. Like, this is what I'm thankful for. And then I found that the more I was being thankful for just even a small things, it kind of made me happy and just get through each day knowing that tomorrow may be a better day. And despite of what I'm going through, this is just temporary. And I just had to trust God and just keep reading the Bible and praying. Yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can imagine what that feels like. I don't, I don't know that I've ever gone through a depression. I've gone through some really low lows Mm -hmm. and um, I kind of went through something similar where I wanted to be more, be more by, by, be more by myself. And I didn't really want to talk to people and the people that I did want to talk to, I think they were kind of tired of listening to me. Um, Mm -hmm. But I was just in a low dark place and that happened with me after i lost my mom to breast cancer and it took me a while to really work my way through that process and i know for me one of the things that helped me to work my way through it was by writing that's actually how i wrote my book and i wrote through my pain and i'm grateful that i would that i had i'm grateful that i had that as an outlet excuse me so when you were going through this depression how long, what was the time frame from you going through the depression, coming through the depression and writing Bittersweet? Bittersweet, well, I was sitting on Bittersweet. Like I had been written a book. I just needed to go back and add a few things. Like even in the midst of like depressed, I wanted to throw the whole manuscript away because I was like, Lord, I cannot put out a book and I don't feel my best. Like mm-hmm. um, how can I encourage somebody else when I don't feel encouraged? So I think I had it for like written a book like for a year. Okay. That I sat on the book and didn't release it. Yeah. So what made you go ahead and release it? I said now, I told myself now or never. And that's when I really just started, like when I said just praying and just trusting God. I released the book back in September. Like I was like, I want to just put it out around my birthday, just kind of do something different and motivate myself. But yeah, I think about a year. Okay. Okay. And <clears throat> I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Um, in the book, it talks about being 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 uh, single and becoming happy and whole again. So I have my own journey as a single, as in someone who's not married. So I've been in a relationship for almost four years, and I'm not married, and I went through this whole process within myself on why am I not married? You know, what, when am I going to get married? When is it going to be my turn? And my sister who is younger than me got married last year. And I had to really deal with myself, not because I wasn't happy for her, but because I wasn't married. I'm the older sister. So why was I like, what, what, what was wrong with me? Or what was I doing wrong? Or what was I not? What was I do either doing wrong or not doing enough of? I kept focusing on what was I not doing? Right. And instead of looking at maybe I'm supposed to be single as in not married at this particular season in my life. And I learned to embrace that and accept that. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that because I know other people um, who are like that as well. And then when I read that in your book, I identified with that as well. So how did you, or how are you getting through your single season and why is it important as someone who is single and not married to actually be grateful for that particular season in your opinion in their life 
Um, you know, I thought about that the other day, and I had to remind because, like you, I have my best friend, I have family members who've gotten married, and her moments, I'm like, God, did you forget about me? Like, but then I had to be reminded. Um, the Bible talks about there's a time and season and purpose for everything, and I'm like, Lord, you have blessed me with so many things, and if you wanted me to be married at this current time, then you would have allowed me to meet the right person. So I think with me, I had to learn to be, um, and that's why I talked about being single and being happy. A lot of times when, and you have people try to hook you up with other people, and you're like, no, I want to wait on who God has for me. And people look at you like you're crazy. Like, are you still, why are you still single? Like as if something's wrong with you. And I have to tell people I'm happily single mm -hmm. because although I'm single, um, I'm confident in myself. I'm single with, um, for a purpose, I wait want to wait for the right person, but I'm happily single. I'm happy with who I am. I don't have to be in a relationship just to, um, what, what's the word I'm trying to say? Just to appease other people. Right. You right. Know, I know a lot of times people like to look at celebrities, look on social media and be like relationship goals. But I think you can be happily single. And, and I was just telling um, someone the other day, like you can be single and still go out um have your fun enjoy the time because i hear a lot of married women say you know enjoy being single travel start your business do the things that you always wanted to do if you can't be happy by yourself how can you be happy with someone else yeah so yeah i, I think I, oh no, no i'm sorry no i'm sorry <laughs> no i was about to say i think that's so true because i've heard i've heard the same type of things before and one thing that um, one of my mom's friends actually told me a couple of years ago, she said, you don't know, you don't know what goes on in people's marriages. So just right. because someone is married, you don't know what they go through. You, you have no idea what that even looks or feels like. So sure. don't be envious or wish it were you because you actually have no idea what they are going through. Um, you don't know what goes on in someone else's home. And so when she told me that, I really thought about it that way because I really don't know. And I'm just looking at what I personally desired since I was a child. And I had to really be honest with myself about the reasons that I wanted to get married, you know? And so some of the reasons that I wanted to get married, I'm not going to say they were bad, but it wasn't just, you know, because, oh, I love you and I want to be with you. And those were some of the reasons. Um, but there were other reasons that I actually desired, you know, to get married and God has shown me in my life where I am right now that I don't have to be married to accomplish those things. Cause at one point I thought that's how I was going to achieve some of my, some of my goals. And God has shown me that, no, you don't need to be married to achieve the things that I've put in your heart. And so I started really paying attention to that and really looking at it from that perspective. And I think that it really changed the way that I thought about it not saying that if not saying that I don't ever want to get married I it's just something that I no longer you know it's no it's something I no longer push for you know I'm just in I'm at peace at my life and I'm happy with me and I'm happy with where I am and if I get married that's great and if I don't that's great too um <clears throat> so when I was looking through the book I, I noticed in my opinion that when I was younger a part of me wishes I had a book like this when I was younger because, you know, I grew up in the church and I'm grateful for my church family, mm -hmm. grateful for my home church. And, but I always, I always 
desire to be married. My parents were married until my mom passed away. So my parents have been married uh, for, my parents were married for over 40, about 40 years, I think. Oh, wow. If my dad listens to this, he'll probably correct me. <laughs> but um, my parents were married for a long time until my mom passed away. And so that's what I knew. And that's what I wanted. And okay. when I was in, you know, middle school and high school and growing up, I always thought about what my wedding would be, who I would marry, what my children would look like, all those type of things. And I didn't really have a book that kind of introduced me to actually being single. So I wanted to see if we could talk a little bit about, you know, how your book has impacted young adults or like young ladies. Have you had, have you had anybody tell you that it's impacted young people? Um, not any young person. And okay. I know someone asked me as far as what my tar target audience was. I really didn't have an age, but I will not say any young person at the time. But I did. It is a part in their uh, um, letter to um, my baby sister where I talked about it. And it's a letter that I wish I had someone, as you spoke, and someone to share with me um, about some of the mistakes that I made. I wish I had someone to sit me down and say, hey, don't do this. Live your life. Um, most of all, wait, don't try to go ahead of time. Cause a lot of times when we're young, we wanted to be 18 so bad and wanted to do this and do that and show and tell me, sit down and tell me that everything that is glitter ain't gold. So in this book, yes, I do speak on some things for younger, young adults because I don't want them to encounter or do make some of the mistakes that I made. And that was the whole purpose of the book for any woman, any young adult to just pretty much read the book. I didn't want to make it too much about like being single, but I also wanted to talk about like being intentional, um, enjoying every moment, enjoying you and just being confident in yourself. Also talked about like knowing your purpose as well in the book too, but I haven't had anyone young to um, really read the book, but. Okay. And I was just curious because I know like when I was young, I read a lot of books and I read all kinds yeah. of books. So, um, <clears throat> and even when I was in college, this was something I would have read in college too, because that's when I really, really, really wanted to get married. And I was dating someone at the time that I actually thought I would have married. And um, I was graduating from college and, you know, that didn't work itself out. And in the long run, I'm, I'm glad that it didn't. He's a great guy, but, you know, it just wasn't, we know we just weren't supposed to get married. That wasn't our path. Right. And, um, but if I were in college, this is something that I wish I would have read as well. That's the only reason why I asked if any younger person or young adult um, or young woman had actually mentioned that to you. Because I think that even mothers, I think that even mothers with daughters, you know, or, or people like that, you know, this book will be a really good read for them because it has scripture in it. Mm -hmm. But it's not, in my opinion, it's not like preachy. You know, it really just mm -hmm. talks about your experience. It gives some scripture. It has like some space where they can write, you know, mm -hmm. in the book. And I think that um, it's really, I think it's a really good, I don't want to call it a guide, but I think it's, I think it's a really, I think it's something really good to have. Right. I wanted it. And I know you say young adults, but I had married women to purchase my book. And really? said, yes. And I was like, well, if you get it, um, just know that I'm not telling anyone to leave your husband. Yeah. But you know, I had some married women just say, I, there's a few things they can get from it. I even had guys read it and mm -hmm. um, talk about like trusting God. My brother actually read my book and he was like, I was reading it and he was like, this really just kind of opened my eyes to trust God and really like step out on faith. 
but the book like you said i didn't want it to be too preachy i wanted to encourage but there are um also pages in there like with notes because i i wanted this to be a book that you cannot just read once but go back and journal where you're at and look back to see how far you have come mm -hmm. so i'll give like self-thought questions like okay you read this passage so what did you get from it what can you learn from the mistakes or how can you do better so i wanted it to be more like a journal like your personal book gotcha and i can see that and i think that um I, I can definitely see that and I think that people will use it that way because that's because I can definitely see it's designed for that um, purpose. Yeah. Okay. So I, Rhonda, I thank you so much for coming on the show. Is there any, if there, do you have any more books in the works or anything that you want to talk about before we let, before I let you go? Well, I actually do have a book that I um, put out. I'm actually trying to work on get my own website and whole copyrights, trying to do my publishing thing mm -hmm. so it can all be under my name. Um, I had it out on um, Amazon. I kind of took it off because I have to go back and kind of do the cover. Uh -huh. But it's more so because I had so many people that read my book and ask me, well, how did you do it? Like, I want to write right. a book. So I do have the title out. It's... Um, who wants to be an author? So just like, I kind of got the little phase, like who wants to be a millionaire? So who mm -hmm. wants to be an author? Like how bad do you want it? You, I had some people come to me and say, I want to write this book. I have great ideas. And it was really was great ideas, but they didn't know how to go forth and like, what are the things they to do? Because I, I self-published. So I published my own book and written everything. And I kind of show the necessary steps to take to self-publishing self -publishing your own book. Yeah. So. I and that's ironic because it's something that I um, I'm working on. I start I started working over I started working over the summer on something mm -hmm. similar um, because I had a lot of people ask me about the process and there were so many things that when I went through the self publishing process that I wish I would have known. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I couldn't have asked people because I knew other authors that self published, but for some reason my experience I I don't want to say it was unique to me but my experience was a little bit different because i had a different um different formats of the book so like right. i had a hardcover book and i had an ebook and i have a paperback version of the book and the hardcover book um i you i published through a different entity when i say mm -hmm. entity i just meant i published it through a different um, company than i right. did my paperback version book and you know, the ISBN numbers and do you really need one and is it for free and how much do they cost? And if you get one, do you get one or do you get 10? It was so many different things, you know, that I wish I would have known. And I decided, right. you know, I decided that I really wanted to help other authors or aspiring authors learn or, or actually understand the process. And what I get asked the most about is actually marketing the book. Right. So, and that's a whole nother thing in itself you know, right. and it's, you know, learning how to market your book, what works, what doesn't work. Do you have to hire a graphic designer? Can you do it yourself? All these different things. Mm -hmm. So I completely get where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm glad that you're putting it in a book form because I think that some people, because I was thinking about doing mine as either an ebook and or like a class, like, an, right. like a course. Um, but I think that sometimes like my sister, she had talked to me like over the summer about how she was you know trying to do this business and she just got an ebook and okay. that really helped her so i really think that you know if you're doing if you're writing a book on how to be on how to be an author i think that's great 
And I think that it'll definitely help a lot of people that just don't know the process or don't know, you know, what to do, how to do it and that whole thing. Right. Yes. Yeah. It'd be great. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Rhonda, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for being available because I know you sent me your book. You sent me a book a while ago. Um, And I will be honest, and I try to tell people when I circle back with them, you know, I lost my mom. So after my mom died from breast cancer, I just really, I had to refine myself and I had to rediscover who I was without my mom and go, I went through a a process, you know, and I kind of put the show on the shelf until I got back to me. So it took me about a couple of years to finally get back to a healthy and positive space. And so when I got back into that space, I decided to bring the show back. And I told myself that I wanted to circle back with everybody that had either sent me a book and I had an opportunity to read it. Um, and if they were still available a year, right. almost two years later, because some, some people sent me their book two years ago, right. um, <laughs> if they were still available, that I would circle back with them first and see if I could get them on the show. And so Rhonda was one of those people and I stayed true to my word and I circled back with her to see if she was still available and she told me she was. And so now I have an opportunity to talk to her today. Thank you for having me on the You're show. You're welcome. You're welcome. Before you. I let you go, um, how can we find you on social media? Social media. So I'm on social media at Sterling underscore Rhonda on Instagram. Okay. You can follow me there. I'm actually in the process of trying to rebuild my website, but until then, you can follow me on Instagram. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Rhonda. It was so great to talk to you, and I will uh, circle back with you soon. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. I'll be back next Saturday with a brand new episode of Beyond the Bookshelf, and I hope you enjoy.